Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domingue. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries. And at On Fire Ministries, our mission is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's word to their everyday life because I believe that God's word really does work. So the past few weeks, my emphasis has been on marriage. And I don't know if you've liked that or if you needed that, but this week, ends the emphasis on marriage until God puts that in my heart again. So today I'm talking about the best way to honor your husband is to appreciate your husband. Now, while I'm talking about appreciation toward our husbands this week, anyone can benefit from living grateful and appreciative in their daily lives. So dissatisfaction is an antonym of the word thankful, and there's nothing more certain to bring us to a place of dissatisfaction than a lack of thankfulness. So one way that we can know that we lack thankfulness is how much we complain. Well, just so you know, uh, this is an area of my life where God is dealing with me and I'm not proud of it at all, but I realize I can be a complainer. You see, I, I like life to be the way that I like life to be. And if it isn't, I want to make it be. And if I can't make it be, then I complain. However, I realize that this this is so ridiculous because life can never be the way that we want it to be all the time. In fact, it can't even be the way we want it to be most of the time. And to further make my point, you know, how many times have we really been able to make our life be what we wanted it to be? And finally, how has complaining ever helped anyone? Well, the Israelites in the Old Testament were famous for complaining and it never seemed to do them any good. Instead, their complaining only created more and more problems for them. So all I can say is Lord help me and Lord help us, all of us who are complainers. So for the sake of personal awareness and heart transformation and mind renewal, one of the scripture verses that I have put on my mirror this week just in response to all of this is Philippians 2, 14 through 16. And it says, do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the light, the word of life. So to appreciate your husband is the best way to express your love for your husband because appreciation communicates respect. Now, many years ago, I learned from Emerson Egrich, a book, Love and Respect, that a husband's primary need from his wife is her respect. So I also have learned throughout the years that appreciation is a vital element in a healthy marriage. Early in our marriage, my husband and I determined that we wanted a long-lasting love kind of relationship. We knew from looking around at couples who'd been married a long time that that kind of marriage wasn't going to happen by chance. It wasn't going to fall in our lap. It would take work for us to have that. So we decided, to do whatever it took to have a long-lasting, intimate, loving relationship with one another. Therefore, throughout the past 27 years of marriage, we have read dozens of marriage books. Love and Respect is at the top of that list. We love that book, both he and I. So for me, understanding the importance of showing my husband respect was a major shift. Learning how to communicate that respect was a whole nother element all 
together and letting your husband know you appreciate them communicates respect to them every single time. So one thing I will tell you, I have a favorite marriage resource document on my website. It's onfire-ministries.org and there you can find the free resources tab and you can get that marriage resource list. Talking about appreciation, you know, appreciation isn't always easy. When we live with someone 24-7 more often than not, we tend to focus on the bad rather than the good. We see all the ways that their character or their behavior doesn't line up with what we think it should be. And those negative things start rising to the surface and clouding our ability to see the positive aspects of our husband. And ultimately, staying focused on his flaws will never communicate respect and it will never facilitate deeper intimacy with him. So several years ago during an extremely busy season of life, my mother was in the hospital and I had to spend a few nights with her. So my husband helped me by cleaning the house and while I was with my mother and exhausted from that overnight stay at the hospital, I remember coming home and walking into the sparkling clean house and I was absolutely delighted. And I told my husband how wonderful he was and how very much I appreciated him and, and his help. And then he told me he did the laundry. Well, my husband has never done laundry and I am really picky about laundry. I like everything separated and perfect in the washing machine. So I had a moment of inner panic. I went to the washing machine and I looked at the variety of colors and all different kinds of clothing that were all mixed together and washed together. And for one crazy moment in time, I wanted to be upset about the way that he had washed the clothes. And then it hit me. What in the world are you thinking? My husband had worked really, really hard to help me by cleaning the house. And I knew I had to make a decision to let that go and to be thankful for all the good that he had done and not focus on the one thing that wasn't exactly the way that I wanted it to be done. So you see, the problem for us is our focus problem. The problem I want to look at then is the problem behind the focus problem. I think there are two major factors that attribute to our focus problem. Number one, the devil, and number two, ourself. So let's talk about the devil for a moment. Our innate ability to zero in on the one characteristic or the one flaw in our husband that drives us crazy points to the devil's age-old trick that we read about in Genesis 3.1. Genesis 3.1 says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now in Genesis 3.1, the cunning and crafty serpent took Eve to the one thing in the garden that she could not have. He got her to focus on that one thing rather than all the good and all the blessings of her life and the abundance that was surrounding her. And the devil still works that way today. He takes us to that one thing, that one problem area, that one thing that isn't the way that we want it to be. And he gets us to focus in on that right there rather than all the good in our life. And 
And if we take the bait, he steals from us. However, when we stay determined to stay focused on the good things, we find our in our life and in our marriage and in our husbands, what happens is we ourselves, all of that, our husband, our marriages, us, we all benefit and find that we're also much better off. Our marriage is better off. We ourselves are better off and our husbands are better off as well. Okay, number two, self, our self. Our natural instinctive tendency drives us to control and to fix the things in our lives that aren't as we think that they should be. And we often take on our husband's flaws as our very own mission to change. Now, it's not always out of a mean spirit. We love them, right? We want to help them. And we know for sure that we have the solutions that will make their lives better and our lives better as well. Nevertheless, not only will our attempts to change our husband make our marriages less of what we want, our attempts will fail to produce lasting change. We may move, we may push and harass them into change for a couple of weeks, but probably not much longer than that. So let Paul's words in 2 Corinthians 4, 14 through 16 encourage you. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is worth working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So thinking about lasting change, you know, surely we don't actually believe that we have the ability within ourselves to bring about lasting change in our husband. Lasting change, I think could be better defined as transformation. You see, transformation normally happens in a slow process and only comes through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Only He has the power to bring about true internal and eternal transformation. So if our self is a primary problem to respecting our husband through appreciation, Maybe we need a good dose of dying to self. So let's let Galatians 2.20 be our reminder. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Not too long ago, I had read an article in Psychology Today, and it's the title is Seven Scientifically Proven Benefits benefits of gratitude. This article talked about the multiple studies that were done related to gratitude and grateful people. And these studies found that gratitude actually improves physical and psychological health. So it said that grateful people reported less aches, pains, increased happiness, and a reduction in depression. That's pretty significant. So developing appreciation toward your husband 
husband. Now, early in my marriage, I will tell you, my husband was not very helpful with household tasks. And he really wasn't nearly as loving as he is today. And at the same time, I didn't do a great job of appreciating him. I had to learn to say thank you for the little things and for the big things as well, which meant maintaining an awareness of the good, the positive, and the valuable aspects of my husband's character and my husband's actions. So as I developed this attitude of gratitude toward him, he made changes as well. So two friends shared with me in the past two different ways that they developed appreciation toward their husbands and their methods helped me. So I wanted to pass that along to you. One said she kept a dedicated gratitude journal. So first recognize that a gratitude journal helps us prioritize a heart of thankfulness. Years ago, my friend told me how she endeavored to live a life with this attitude of gratitude as one of her top priorities. And she kept this gratitude journal by her bed at night. And she said at the end of each day, she wrote in her journal all the things that she had to be grateful for from that day. And she said she never journaled any other thoughts. It was only thoughts of gratitude from that day. So this can help us maintain an awareness of our appreciation for even the little things that our husband does throughout the day. The second thing is daily emphasizing your husband's good traits. And the way that my another friend shared with me a different method of learning to be a great wife. She said she listed every one of her husband's good traits that she could just think of. She just made a list of all of them. And every day she took that list and she took something from that list and made sure that she emphasized her thankfulness to her husband regarding that specific quality in him. And she said it did not take her husband very long to respond and it positively impacted her marriage. She said that her efforts and her thankfulness toward him motivated him to love her more and to show her more. This emphasis of the positive aspects of our husband will eventually make a difference. So here is my encouragement to you today. Our appreciation of our husband, let me say my appreciation throughout the years uh, toward my husband has improved our marriage and has improved our relationship. And I believe that if you appreciate your husband and show him and tell him how much you appreciate him, you will see the rewards of an improved relationship as well. Now, before I say goodbye, I do want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even Pinterest to get daily biblical encouragement for Christian women. Check out my website, onfire-ministries.org. And there, remember, you can get that compilation of my personal favorite marriage resources that my husband and I have both used throughout the past 27 years of our marriage. And also, you can read my blog. You can get other free biblical resources or a Bible study for you personally or for a group. If you found this podcast beneficial, please take a moment to rate, review, and share this podcast because it helps others to find the podcast. And maybe it's the very words that someone else needs to be encouraged in their faith today. Until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.